The important thing is that we really embrace the new year and put energy behind it and start planning for what it is that we want to achieve for the year. So really set up goals with your children, sit down and make sure that you understand what it is as a family that you want to achieve. So the first thing is obviously to start preparations early, discussing what the school year is going to entail, what study spaces are going to look like, what academic expectations you have of your child. Let them commit to their study times, let them commit to the grades that they want to achieve for the year and really invest in a family calendar. This is so important to have these calendars up in the household, on the fridge, wherever they are visible to everyone that sets out the school dates, extracurricular activities and also to really make note of important family events, birthdays and the things that the family will be focusing on for the year when holidays will take place and activities will take place. So people also have in the household time to look forward to these activities. Engage with the teachers. Make sure that you know your children's teachers. Make sure that you understand what their expectations are so that if there's a problem, you already have that relationship established. Yes, that is so important. Once that is set up, you've sorted out the calendars. Where do we go from there? The next thing is to establish the routines and study habits in the household. The most important advice that we can give parents is make sure that the routine says when the child wakes up, when they must be ready for school, when they come home, what time is the study time, what time do they need to bath, get ready, go to bed. That routine is critical. It's very important for the child's mental and psychological well-being and also for the household to function optimally. The next thing is to strive for a balanced life. So the child must also have hobbies, give them playtime, make sure that they have friends, that they're socially aware of what's going on in the environment and be careful of not overscheduling them. Everybody wants their child to be the next rugby and soccer and cricket star, but rather pick one thing and let your child put energy into that one activity. Now, when it comes to, I'm sure with parents having seen what's happened last year and the year before, you might now see that there's a bit of a pattern of negative behavior and how do you in- Encourage positive behavior. So the first thing is to address the challenge and you need to identify it. Be mindful of any academic or behavioral issues that are manifesting. So anything out of the ordinary. And also if a teacher brings something to your attention, don't be defensive. Really listen to what's going on. A lot of children are going through puberty. They've got hormonal problems. They might be having issues of being bullied at school. Really pay attention to what's going on for your child. The next thing is around positive enforcement, uh, to really look at cultivating good habits, celebrate achievements that your child has done. If you know your child puts a lot of effort in to get 60%, when they get that 60% or 65, make a huge thing about it. And really to have open communication, make sure that your children can speak to you. Because a lot of problems and most problems arise when these communication channels aren't clear and children don't, don't feel safe that they can engage with their parents. Wonderful tips by Dr. Linda Mayer, the Managing Director of the Independent Institute of Education's Rosebank College, sharing with us just a few tips and a bit of a parent guide to the new school year. Thank you, doctor.